Hello everyone, my name is Eric McCray. I'm your recovery coach, and this is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is called Marriage. I pretty much wanted to touch base on the subject matter, uh, give my perspective on how do I see marriage, how do we people look at marriage from a male and female perspective based off my personal observation on observing women and men's behavior and the way they look at marriage. Again, this is my perspective and I'm quite sure that a lot of people have their own perspective that relates towards marriage. So let's get right to it. Okay. One thing that I noticed about some women, some women that has been married multiple times. So let's say if a woman has been married twice, um, there's no telling how long she has been divorced. And let's say that some time has gone, you know, some years have transpired and she's been single for a while and she pretty much um, had developed the mentality that she has to wear the cape and the S on her chest on the aspect that she has to be the breadwinner of the house. So it makes it difficult for men to be a gentleman to a woman like this especially when a woman has been single for so long. And it's just unfortunate that that's the case. So I tell a lot of people that chivalry isn't dead, it's just on life support. A lot of people giving up on love. A lot of people, they get, you know, hope for a lot of women has actually went out the window. And it's sad that, it's sad, it's unfortunate that this is the case and a lot of women, they, they are, they're more motivated, which I, I'm not knocking that, to, to embrace Jesus and allow Jesus to pretty much replace the husband role in their life until Jesus sends them a man or sends them a husband. But a lot of women, they may not even be uh, even focused on anticipating that Jesus one day will send them a man. Um, I believe that some women can be sincere with that. And I also believe that a lot of women can use that as a defense mechanism and they may not know it, but they do know it. They just don't want to admit it to themselves because a lot of times, a lot of people, they're not going to be honest with themselves, let alone honest with somebody else about their true feelings and what triggers their emotions. A lot of uh, women are divorced and I seriously doubt that it's all the man's fault. And see, that's the thing with, you know, uh, when it comes to people, period, not just women, but I mean, however, a lot of people contribute to the reason why their marriage ended in divorce or why the relationship went down the drain. And a lot of people, they're not motivated to look at themselves, but they're so quick to want to point the finger at the other individual give this person a lecture and it can be frustrating or aggy when you are in a relationship with somebody, whether it's male or female, and all they want to do is focus on how the way you're supposed to treat them. And they're not trying to hear how the way they should treat you. And it's difficult to be in a relationship with someone when you can't even reason with them. You get to a point where compassion goes out the window, love goes out the window, Liking that person goes out the window. Sometimes praying for that person can temporarily go out the window. And I'm not glorifying that. I'm just looking at it from a human perspective. It's really, uh, it's, 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 it's tough being married in 2022. 
Because society, one, doesn't promote marriage. They don't promote it. Individuality is promoted. And in order for a marriage to work in 2022 and, you know, 2023, 24, so on and so forth, you literally need Jesus Christ in both parties, male or or female alike, have to be on the same page. And they have to desperately want Jesus Christ to be in the picture. Because if Jesus Christ is not in the picture, it's going to be difficult for that marriage to work. It really is. And sometimes it's hard for both individuals to be on the same page. Boys, how do we men look at marriage? I believe that based off my observation, a lot of men possibly could be afraid of marriage. Not necessarily being afraid of being tied down and or a woman having a leash around his neck, you know, I mean, not literally a, a leash, but just on aspect of control. Some men can look at that as, you know, they may not like that. That could be a, a somewhat of a fear factor to some men. And again, the key word is some, so I'm not saying every man thinks the same way, but I'm quite sure there are plenty of men that have similarities based off some level of fear why they don't want to get married. A lot of men, I believe, are not disciplined when it comes to marriage. There's no balance. Discipline helps a person to have balance in their life. And if you don't have no discipline, no balance, then it defeats the purpose of even getting married because you need discipline in marriage. I believe too that there are a lot of men out there that are gentlemen and want to open, you know, open the doors, close the doors for a woman. A lot of men, you know, they become uncomfortable or intimidated by a woman who she has a stern personality that she don't want a man or she feels she doesn't need a man. A lot of men get turned off by that. Especially a man that was raised to provide red carpet treatment for a woman and he sincerely wants to treat a woman like a queen but you have a lot of women out there that they claim that they are queens or their queen status but they won't allow a man to treat them like a queen and I'm not saying that a lot of these women want a man to disrespect them no but what I'm saying is that being a gentleman to a queen is necessary to a lot of men it's necessary it's almost like breathing it's important to a lot of men that they want to buy flowers and they want to cater to a woman. But when you have a woman that has been single for so long and she doesn't give the impression that she embraces that, it turns a lot of men off. That could be one of many reasons why a lot of men just don't want to get married. It, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable, it really is. It's an uncomfortable situation. I've seen a lot of women that are you know that have been single for so long and I shake my head it's just sad only thing I do is every now and then I would stick and move with a woman I would stick and move so what does that mean what does that term mean stick and move well it simply means that I will make a comment here and there make sure that my comments are appropriate to let a woman know that how I feel about her 
she's attractive. What are my tensions at this particular moment? And moments are short-lived. So what are my tensions while I'm interacting with this particular woman at this particular moment right here? And I make the effort to express that. Now, is it important to her? I don't know. Does she care about the effort that I'm making to, to cater to her? I don't know. Because just because a woman verbally gives me the impression that she likes the way I'm treating her, that doesn't mean fully that she appreciates it. She could just be in the moment, which a lot of people are just in the moment. Most people are moment folks anyway. And it's hard to find a lifetime individual. So it's hard for me to take people's or take a woman's reaction very seriously because most people are conditioned to live in the moment. When that moment is over with, you go right back to your regular, your regular schedule. So I say that to say, marriage is difficult in the church, outside the church. Not just because the devil is running rampage and the devil is, and the you know devil and de demons overall have the ability to destroy marriages. Marriages don't just end just because of demonic forces. I honestly believe that a lot of times marriages end because of the way people think, the way people behave, people's perspective, and you can't blame everything on the devil. Or even the uh, the talk about marriage sometimes it, it makes people uncomfortable. One woman said that she was cooking for her husband, and when she got divorced, she pretty much emphasized how she's happy to be out that marriage, which it sounded like it was a toxic marriage the way she described it, and she don't have to cook for nobody no more. So I'm like, wow! I just shook my I didn't say nothing. I just shook my head. I'm like, man, it can't it come down to this. The pro that's the problem with toxic relationships is that it drains a person's desire to want to cater to the opposite sex. It, it seems like it literally takes that away. That doesn't mean that a person can't develop those, those desires back. When desires like that are taken away or when they're drained because of toxic relationships, which has the ability to drain a person, in order for those desires to come back, I honestly believe that it has to be a situation that's going to shatter the theory, shatter the theory or help this person change their perspective or a situation has to be so powerful that it can help counteract any type of negative thoughts or negative emotions. It got to be a situation that is powerful a situation that can guarantee success, that can help change this person's perspective concerning marriage. And I haven't even mentioned nothing biblical as of yet, which I will. What I'm saying on Victorious for Life podcast is pretty much my observation. And I'm not saying that I could be 100% right, but I know I'm not 100% wrong either. A lot of people have experienced toxic relationships. And a lot of people, they shut down when it comes to romance. A lot of people are bitter. 
and a lot of people don't address their bitter emotions. What people tend to do with bitter emotions, they tend to turn it into a weapon, a emotional, psychological weapon, sometimes physical. And you use it as a defense mechanism to protect you or to shield your heart from being hurt again. To a certain extent, I can understand that. However, the problem with that is that you can come in contact with a person from the opposite sex, uh, you know, you know, opposite sex, or you know, woman that's she can come in contact with a man, or a man come in contact with her, and he's interested. She's not even motivated to give him, give him the time of day because either she's paranoid. She has trust issues that she have yet to deal with. And she honestly convinces herself that holding on to these emotions is therapeutic for her, which it isn't. Makes it difficult for that man to do everything he can within reason to convince her that he's not threatening to her. Once a woman has her mind made up that she's not interested in dating, it's very difficult to try to convince a woman that you should make an effort to allow, to allow me to help you to tear down this brick wall that you built up and see me for the man I am today. It's hard. It's hard. It's the first time I had this discussion on Victorious for Life podcast. It's very passionate to me. It's just sad that I, I see a lot of women that they act like they don't need a man or they act like they don't want a man, period. And I'm not saying need that they have to be 100% dependent. I'm not talking about need on that aspect. No, I don't believe that a woman should be 100% dependent and she need a man. And no, I believe that she should have some level of independency in her life. But at the same time, I believe that women do need men and you should rely on men to a certain extent. Lifting anything heavy, I don't believe that woman should lift nothing heavy. And I'm not saying that women are not capable of doing that. But at the same time, if a man wants to help you carry, help you get what, carry your bags or help you lift something, why not let him? That doesn't mean that just because a man helped you that he has a hidden agenda. That's not the case with every man. And most women, some women, excuse me, I don't want to stereotype, some women think that. Or some women, they may not think that. They're just so conditioned to be by themselves that when help is presented to them, they just don't recognize it. And they tend to reject, they reject the help. And I don't believe that a lot of women reject the help or reject the man desire to help her because she's being condescending or she's being rude. I don't believe that's always the case. I believe a lot of times women just reject the help because they're so conditioned to know they have to survive by themselves. That's my take on it. Other than that, thanks once again for listening to Victorious for Life podcast. My name is Eric McRae. I'm your recovery coach. Enjoy your day.